What's up, witches, and welcome to Witch Space. I'm Gemini. And I'm Scorpio. And today we are coming, I was going to say live, <laughs> because I can see you. Well, we're live. <laughs> we're live, yeah. Um, we finally found a program that works to look at each other. We're still recording the other way, but we can see each other. So that's nice. Yeah, right? we can wave yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, today, other than coming live... Um, I have a general idea of what we're doing, but it's kind of exciting because you just said you had a bunch of questions for me, which is, okay, yeah. I don't know what to expect. So we did a poll on our Instagram basically being like, do you guys want us to be um, talking about Corona or do you want it to just be strictly witchy? And it was pretty clear that, at least from our Instagram, you want it to be strictly witchy. And that kind of inspired me to be like, what are witchy things that might be useful or relevant right now? And so I had mentioned to you that I want to talk about centering and grounding. Mm. The thing is, I don't center and ground. Ever? <laughs> um, ever. I, I use it in a psychological way. So grounding is a psychological technique um, for like panic attacks where mm-hmm. you... Um, a lot, a lot of times you hear it as like list five things that you see, four things that you hear, three things that you smell, something like that. So it's it's a psychological technique to help you to like not freak out. But I've never done a spiritual version. Oh, I didn't even think I didn't even know about that, about the whole, you know, not to freak out thing. OK, so I figured that that would be a great like thing for us to talk about, because I know that, you know, how it works and you could kind of explain the logistics of it to me, but also to anybody else who isn't really practicing centering and grounding. So I guess my first question is, what is it? So when I hear centering and grounding, I also think center grounding shielding. For me, it's kind of like the trifecta. It's like what you do together. And it's funny because I was discussing this not that long ago with Virgo. Um, We've mentioned on here that she's really empathic. And when mm-hmm. she feels like, oh, my God, I can't handle a situation, I said to her, are you grounding, you know, centering and, and shielding? And she was like, no, I'm not doing any of that. And I was like, okay, you need this. So I think this is really important for anybody, whether you are an experienced witch or whether you are just getting started. Because bottom line is, the minute you start practicing, the minute you start your practice, whether it's a spiritual practice, whether it's a secular practice, you are working with energy. And when you're working with energy, you need to be balanced. You need to try to find balance so that when you do things, they come out right, you know, and it's not just spell work, but yeah, in spell work, you know, you are working with energy. And if you're not balanced, your energy is going into this, even though you're saying, okay, I've got my crystals, I've got my herbs, I'm going to do this and that, but you still have this energy inside of you. And if you're not really grounded, if you're not really, I don't, I'm not saying you have to be calm, You know, as somebody who's always Mm -hmm. dealt with anxiety, I'm rarely calm. But you do have a place where you go, okay, I'm rooted. I've got this. And then you can begin your work. Um, If you're just starting out, you know, are you, are things being attracted to you? Like sometimes I hear people who say to me, you know, I don't know if like someone has put a hex on me. I feel like maybe the vibrations that I feel around me are a little off. No, it just means you're kind of like, opening yourself up and you're kind of awakening and there's good out there. There's bad out there. You don't know what might be coming near you. So when you ground and center and then shield, you're kind of like protecting yourself from like what's out there even. And you know, that doesn't mean you can't feel what's out there. Um, But you have to control how you open yourself up to receive and not just be constantly receiving. And especially if you're highly empathic to be constantly receiving is going to hurt you. So I don't even know what the question was, but yeah, that's the whole basis for why you should ground and center and shield. What, or I guess, how would you describe then like what centering is, what grounding is, what shielding is like, what do those, what does each thing do for you to allow you to then be protected? So grounding basically literally is like the idea that you are planting yourself in the ground, right? Trees, plants, they have roots and the roots spread out. So when you try to pull something up, 
or like a like a tree. You can't just pull up a tree. You're ripping out everything that's there. That tree is really grounded. And I tell people who have difficulty visualizing, if you are lucky enough to be around trees, you can go out and be near a tree, stand with your back to it, right? Like really kind of straight and just feel how that tree, like how majestic, it can be a tiny tree, like a skinny tree. But what that feels like, right? Feel yourself through your feet going into the ground like roots. And people are like, okay, so now I'm in an apartment. Like, how am I going to grab? Visualize, visualize those roots going all the way down. If it's rains, like when I ground, like today it's raining in the lower Hudson Valley. So in the morning, I like to ground in center. When I ground, I imagine my roots going in and like it's all squishy because the ground's all squishy because it's wet. You know what I mean? And what that feels like. Um, in the winter, I imagine like, oh, getting down there and like getting through the ice if there's ice and snow and like getting into the ground. Um, the more you do it, the more it just becomes natural and you do feel it. Like you just know what it's like to get in. Like I can honestly tell you, like, I, I feel like my feet are going into the ground, you know? So that's really just to, I was going to say ground you. And yes, terrible thing. A terrible way to define a word is by using the same word. Um, but it's a way to, oh my God, I can't think of another word. To like give you stability. Thank you. Yeah. Stability, right? You are stuck in there in a good way stuck, right? So if you're a tree and those are your branches, then And I tell people, even if it feels like it's silly, bring your arms up the first time you do it. And just imagine those are your branches. Feel your branches coming out, right? You've grounded yourself. Now you want to bring your branches up. And you want to be able to be open to receive positive light. Um, People who do Reiki, they already kind of know how to work with energy out of their hands. And I just say, like, just imagine that that is, those are your branches. And you are receiving in, okay? You're receiving in light. You're receiving that good energy. And it's flowing through your roots. And your roots can also be receiving that positive energy from the earth and going out as well. So you kind of have like these receptions going in and out. Um, sometimes I like to use, to show people a diagram of a tree. Have you ever seen like as above, so below, right? How the branches kind of like go around and go into the ground and they become the roots that come up and then they oh, go around. We, it's like that, um, like infinity, almost? like Celtic knotwork yes. tree thing. Yes, I can, we can post a picture on the Instagrams. The Instagrams. Um, yeah. The Instagram. That's another way to look at it. Some people just want to receive, you know, like up the idea of like down and up. And some people want to imagine that the branches are going down and it's all like a circular thing. It all depends on what works for you. I don't think that there's a, a wrong way to do this. Um, and that's just to help you get the stability, just to help you. It's a meditative thing, you know, like you are Mm -hmm. kind of going into this meditation, you know, really imagine this, really feeling the energy and feeling your energy shift so that you are more centered in being able to do whatever you have to do. Once you've done that, you know, shielding is next because you don't necessarily want things attaching themselves. And what a lot of people do is that it's not just shielding, but almost like reflecting. Okay. So, you know, my whole thing is, and you can choose whatever you want, right? You can decide that you want to be covered in butterflies, right? Just like flapping around you. They kind of like cover you so that nobody can really see you, come near you. They don't allow anything. People want to imagine like rain coming down. Like it's just, they love the calm of the water. So, that, you know, your, your shield can be anything that makes you feel continuing that grounding and centering feeling, but makes you feel like it's a part of you. You know, I don't actually tell people what I use, but yeah, I've used different things. It depends on, on, on your mood. So like for me, the idea of reflecting is not only is nothing going to come and penetrate me, but what goes out is changed. You can't, what is it about matter? It can't be what? Created or destroyed. But it can be? Turned into energy. Right. So if somebody is sending me negative energy, I imagine that as like black energy coming in, right? If anything like that comes in, by the time it reaches the aura of my shield, it has changed to pink. And it is just love going back out. Right? I, I don't believe in like, you send me negative energy let it come back to you. Let it go back to you as love. And if you don't want that love, let it go to somebody who might need it. Let that energy go to somebody else 
who might benefit from that. That's how I do it. Some people don't. Some people are like, I don't want, let it bounce back, let it hit that person. Hey, everybody does their own thing. You know, I'm not saying that's wrong either. But if you do that, and the first time you, you do the grounding and centering, you try to shield yourself, it'll take a while, right? It's a lot of visualization. And I think the first time you do anything, you kind of feel like, is this even working? But the more you do it, the more, if you feel like, oh my God, I'm in a weird situation and I feel strange right now, you can ground and center and shield real fast. So it's just about like practice, you know? Is there a difference or I guess, was there a difference between the way that Wicca explains centering, grounding and shielding versus like coming from a Bruja background? Did your like grandmother have a way that she did it that wasn't the same as what you were reading in the books? Yes. <laughs> um, so my, my mother is, she's really adorable because she always says to me, well, if that works for you, you need all these things. So she says, I, I, I need all these things. Like when I, I tell her like, you know, I lit a candle, I did this. She goes, oh, that's nice. You need all those things. Like my mother just feels like everything is just um, in your mind. My mother's way of grounding and centering is, is to, I'm trying to describe, figure out how to describe it. She gets into a meditative state and then leaves her body. Okay. That's some okay. icy shit if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and she has, she's so funny because when like I get stressed out, she's like, just do this. I'm like, ma, listen to me. Like I do it too, but mm-hmm. I need, I guess I do need my visualizations of all this other stuff. So she will leave and kind of um, go up into like the atmosphere. I'm doing air quotes atmosphere. Cause I don't know how else to, she doesn't call it the atmosphere. Um, there is like an energy and she comes down with it. And it's not just for her. She kind of tries to like bring it down to everybody. So it's almost not that she's trying to ground and center the whole world, but try to bring peace. And in that she's grounding and centering herself. Um, now, this is not, I'm not saying this how every bruja does it. I'm saying this is just my mother. Yeah. And I don't know what, my grandmother had a different approach, um, mostly to protection. So in my family, it's different amulets. Um, different materials depending on your sign when you were born, you know, like everything, like in your birth chart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those are prepared. And then there's a spell put on that. And that is your shielding. Um, I was given something when I was born that I still use sometimes. It was pinned, usually with children, it's pinned on their, um, it's an asabache. And it's pinned on their like nightshirt or their, their diapers or something mm-hmm. like that. And then as a child gets older, you learn to wear it like on your undershirt. You know, I used to pin it on my bra. I still have the same one. My mother was given a bigger asabache when she was pregnant with me. So it was like a pendant that came down to the belly. So mm-hmm. that was kind of like protecting and shielding her and the baby. So for us, it's, it's more about using things like that. And usually they're not seen, although sometimes they can be seen. Like it could be jewelry. So I know that when I prepare when I wear my jewelry and it's not every single piece but my rings especially my rings I prepare them the way like my grandmother would prepare an asabache and that's Mm -hmm. that's how I'm shielding myself for for the day so that's kind of how they did it so this is this is a wonderful little segue because I don't know if you've heard of the term um, but there's there was this thing going around Instagram and Twitter for a while about aphantasia, the inability to visualize. Oh, okay. So um, I will. I'm definitely gonna post that. Like it's like a meme, I guess, on Instagram. But basically, I wanted I want to try this with you because um, it'll lead into I guess the the next question I want to ask. So what I would like for you to do, and anybody who's listening, you can also do this. Um, take a minute and I just want you to imagine a like a bright red apple, right? A delicious, um, juicy red apple. And I want you to just hold whatever image you get of that in your mind for a sec, right? And really think about what you are seeing. Think about that red apple and what visualization is coming to you. 
Scorpio. Do you actually see a red apple? Okay, I don't know what you're asking. When you visualize that red apple, is it yeah. when you close your eyes, are you seeing in your mind's eye a red apple that looks like an apple, or are you seeing something that's kind of cartoony? Are you seeing a monochrome oh. apple that is actually, you're just like thinking about the fact that it's red? Like, what are you actually visualizing versus oh, no, the idea that you're holding? I, okay, this is going to sound crazy. I see the apple and then I had to cut into it. So I actually saw the inside and I saw the seeds. <laughs> I kind of saw the apple. By that at all. And then I was like, and I just cut it in half. I, no, I Your saw it. Visualization is Fruit Ninja. So you, you visualized the apple itself. Like you saw the it apple. red. I saw the, like the little dimples on it. You know how like on the top sometimes, like it's not red all around. It's like, yeah, yeah I visual, I saw the little stem coming up. It didn't have any leaves. I was just a little stem. I just, and then I cut it in half. So some people, if you have aphantasia, you don't see anything. Like your mind is thinking about a concept, but there's no actual image. And then there's a scale from zero up until this perfect apple. Um, when I do it, I see like the gray sort of shape of an apple so it's like I can the most visual that I get is like this is the idea of an apple and in my mind I'm like okay well I'm imagining a red apple but I'm not actually seeing through the visualization that the apple is red the color is like too much for me to get to oh that's fascinating so I will definitely again I'm going to post this on the Instagram because everybody should try this it's like deeply stressful (laughs) My question is, then, because visualization can be so different for so many different people and because aphantasia exists, what kinds of tools are available to people to help them ground and center and shield if they're really struggling with the visualization or if they physically cannot visualize something? So I would say you, then you should use your other senses right? If you cannot imagine grounding and you can get outside, put your feet, your bare, your damn bare feet, now that it's getting warmer (laughs) in the lower Hudson Valley, um, even if it's on the floor of your apartment, of your room, of whatever, right? Feel it. We can all feel, right? You can't visualize, but you can feel it. Are your feet uh, firmly planted on the ground, right? Do you have crystals, right? Find out what crystals might resonate with you when it comes to grounding and hold them and hold them and really like feel the smoothness. You can't visualize anything, but you can feel the smoothness. You know, this is going to ground you. This is a grounding thing. You want to shield and you can't shield, then you've got to get a spell and you've got to, you know, whether it's your jewelry, whether it's your glasses, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that you're going to leave on you, do that, right? You can't visualize it, but you can write a spell. You can say something. You can cleanse it, whether it's with the water you use, whether it's with incense, with fire, whatever you want to do, cleanse this thing, put the energy into it the way you would with a spell. And then that thing, even if you can't visualize it, you have done something. This is your thing and it's going to, you know, um, shield you. Do you have any stories about having like used your shield or like been needing to ground that you might be able to recount needing to ground i was <laughs> i was at a drum circle and um this person i know she comes up to me and there was somebody who would come in and she was like i can't believe that person's here i'm like what she goes shield yourself shield yourself right now and i was like what's going on and i couldn't do it like she got me into such a state that mm-hmm. I could not ground center shield. I couldn't do any of it. I was like nervous. I was like, well, who's just walked in? Well, what's going on? I found out later on that she's just a bit of an alarmist. Like nothing was really <laughs> happening, but I was really like freaked out. I was like, okay, is there going to be some sort of like psychic attack? It was just really bizarre. Mm-hmm. That's the only story I can think of right, right off the top of my head. About- I love though that it started with, I was at a drum circle. <laughs> I was, you know, I have not gone to this drum circle in over a year and I loved it. It was just like the best thing. Once once we can all go out again, I, I think I want to do that at some point. I don't think I've, I, I don't think. I have never been to a drum oh, circle. so much fun. It's so much fun. It's just drums in a circle? Yeah, different types of drums. 
and um, I have some, and then I just come and I, you sit, and somebody just starts you off and you keep doing it. And there's some people like to dance in the middle of the circle. Okay. That sounds pretty yeah. dope. No, it's really cool. Um, backtracking a little bit because I want to list these for people who are listening. If you are interested in like crystals for grounding, um, dark stones tend to be the crystals that you want to use. Garnet is really good for grounding. Um, I think black tourmaline is good for everything. So you should just, just have that, hold on to that smoky quartz, but anything that's got like a a darker color obsidian can be really helpful. Something that's going to be sort of a solid weight will be a really good stone for grounding. I would not suggest anything blue or purple. Those stones I find tend to be a little bit more elevating and will do the opposite of what you want. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to ask you how you ground and center and shield, but you don't have to answer that. You've kind of already given a vibe of like imagining your roots. Um, Are you willing to discuss a possible shield that you have used or is that like too personal? Um, a possible shield that I have used. I've used several. Um, smoke. Oh. Smoke is one that I like. I like that. Um, just this whole idea. And of course, now I have this vision. I don't do it like this, but I had this vision of Morticia Adams. You ever watch The Adams Family? Oh, I love and it. And she yes. would say to people, the TV show, and she'd say, do you mind if I smoke? And they'd say no. And of course, she'd cross her arms and smoke would just come out of her. Like, you don't know where it would come from. And um, yes. so, but it's not like that. For me, it's more like um, I imagine a foggy day. I imagine being out on the moors somewhere. And I imagine just like uh-huh. the fog rolling in and it just kind of starts to envelop me. And now this is mine. And now no one, not only can people not, let's say, penetrate it, but maybe that's good for a day where you kind of want to go around and not really be bothered with people. Maybe you're... I don't know, like today's not a day I really want to mess with people. I want to go to work or I want to go to the gym. And mm-hmm. I just want to do my thing. I don't really want to have a lot of chit chat and conversation with people. So the smoke kind is of kind of like um, invisibility. Yeah. So it's just that kind of, you know, sets that aura of I am just smoke. I am not even here. I am just going somewhere. So that's another thing you can do when it comes to shielding is think about your day. Like I always start my day with grounding and shielding. I love to start my day that way. Because I do feel good. I also feel open um, once I've done that. My drive to work is, as you know, through the mountains. And on a beautiful day, if I'm feeling really receptive, I like to drive with the windows open is even better. And you can kind of feel the vibrations coming from all those trees. Like, it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. I feel that when you do that, when you've centered yourself, you open yourself up to more. You know, but the shielding keeps it, you know, where I don't want everything. I just want, this is good. We're good here. Kind of. Yeah. This is the line. Do not cross it. So you do that every day? Every day. And you might need to do it. Is it like, is it like a quick thing at this point? You're able to just kind of be like, boop. If I have to do it quick, I was going to say like during the middle of the day, sometimes, especially when you're at work and you feel like, I think my defenses are kind of down, like with people. It's just a, really nice to do a quick ground shielding. Boop. Okay. Grounding, century shielding. Okay. I'm good. Like during your lunch break or you go to the bathroom, just kind of like, you know, got it. I'm not saying in the bathroom, I'm saying like on your way out of your office or out of the classroom. Yeah. Um, but in the morning, I like to take my time with it. In the morning is when I really like to visualize. I really like to spend some time doing it, you know? Um, because again, it's like your meditation and I want it to be solid and I want it, I want to walk out of my house feeling really good. And I do when I ground center and shield, I feel fantastic when I walk out. So, so I would say, yeah, it's something you can do really fast, but if you have the time, why take your time with it? Yeah. I would like to also point out to the listeners that Scorpio wakes up like obscenely early in the morning. I still do. Yeah. I am up today. I slept late today. I, I slept till five thirty. Jesus. That's, I woke up at 9.30 and did not get out of bed until you literally called me. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I was like, oh, okay, well, Scorpio's calling. I should probably get out of bed now. Yeah, no. I'm up. So do you have to, like, update your jewelry or, like, your shielding tools every once in a while? Or is it just kind of like a set it and forget it sort of spell? Um, 
it's meant to be set it and forget it. But that doesn't mean that I don't go back and cleanse it and do it again. I'm not going to say I do it obsessively. But, you know, I think it depends on how often I wear something. You know, if I wear it all the time, I feel it's working a lot versus something that maybe I wear it once a month. You know, like my moonstones probably don't get it as much as, you know, my onyx jewelry or something like that because I'm usually wearing black. So, you know, yeah, yeah. you are. <laughs> um, we have an aesthetic. We do. We live with it. Cool, man. So then I guess my last question on the topic of centering and grounding is has it been more useful to you now? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. I, yeah, the short answer is yes. The shielding, I don't know about shielding as much. And maybe that's not a good thing to say. I'm gonna, I have to get back to shielding more. I think it's because I'm here with my loved ones. I do have shielding on my home, which is a different thing. Mm -hmm. So I guess I feel like since I'm in the home, I don't need to necessarily worry so much personally because I'm not really out there. But grounding and centering, yes, especially for me because I have so much anxiety um, every single day that to start my day by grounding and, and, and um, centering, even if I'm not able to do a long meditation, wow, just that little bit and really going through the steps, yes, it does. It definitely does help. So if you have anxiety, if you're feeling a certain way, don't skip it. This is not something you should skip. You know? I got into a a mindset yesterday about, um, I, like, I kept trying to find this tweet, and I couldn't find the tweet, but the tweet was basically something to the effect of, um, if you love something and you're not dedicating time to your day, to do it, then maybe you should unpack what is preventing you from being able to do that. Um, Cause I feel like there's, there's that sentiment that goes around. That's like, well, if you love something, you should be doing it. Like, you know, if, if you're a writer, you should be writing every day, but like that kind of vibe and thinking about psychologically, this need to like, to ground, especially like when you're anxious, this, this reminder of like, you're in your physical body, you're in this physical space, this is reality. And sort of the, the dichotomy, I guess, or the juxtaposition of this, what feels to me as like this very substantial, like important spiritual practice that people have had. And then this psychological technique, which are feasibly the same thing, that are supposed to give you the tools to then be able to do the things that you love. And if you're not spiritually or psychologically grounded, are you physically able then to do the things that you love to do? That's a really good point. Um, but I think even if you are, and I'm talking about, well, I'm talking about all times. If you still ground yourself and you still center and you still feel that you can't do the things you love, I think especially now, go easy on yourself. Yeah. I don't do everything I love. I mean, I do my job that I do love, but I'm just saying, but then on my free time, no, I'm not being the Uber witch that I always said I could be if I was home. Because even though I'm grounded and centered, my mind is not the same as it was. So yeah. If I feel like reading a book, I will. If I just feel like playing with my Oracle decks, like that's all I'm going to do. I'm not necessarily punishing myself because I haven't finished some great task that I had in mind, you know, um, yeah. you know, written a bunch of lessons for witchcraft level two, <laughs> which I said at the beginning of this, oh, I'm going to do, I have all this time, but the energy has to be right. And just because I'm grounded and centered doesn't mean that yeah. my energy isn't a little off and I'm not going to do something when my energy's off. So I would say... Yeah, but sometimes even when you do all that, give yourself a break. For sure. I think that the reason that I was inspired to like ask you these questions and to bring up this topic is because I think for me specifically, but I, I'm sure for some of the listeners, is that without having this practice of really becoming attuned to one's self and one's reality – there is this 
ability to kind of get lost in the sauce a little bit Mm. to be like just caught up in, you know, I've been, (laughs) you can tell from the Instagrams, I've been vibing for like five days straight, just fucking in the vibes, just whatever the vibe is, that's what I'm doing. And after a certain point you go, all right, this has been fun. I now need to dictate what the vibes are. I cannot just like go with the flow of the energy. And I think this is the tool that I am going to try right now to be like, okay, how can this help me to dictate the energy that I want to have? Nice. Yeah. I think this absolutely is going to help you to dictate that energy. That is all the questions I have. This was so much fun. I'm very proud of myself. (laughs) I feel like I did a really good job. I think you did too. And it's, you know, it's also kind of interesting because we all know, Everybody knows all this stuff, but nobody ever asks. So you don't share things. Like I was saying about the class that I did, I feel like everybody has such great ideas, but nobody felt or people were hesitant to feel that they could contribute this stuff because, oh, what do, quote unquote, what do I know kind of thing? And it's like, we all know so much and we don't really get a chance to share things. So this was really fun because, I don't know, grounding, centering, shielding is not something that I think about hey, let's do a podcast about it. It's just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes you just, you have to take the leap and let Gemini write a series of lists and then it will actually be a good podcast. (laughs) That's all I did. I just wrote the same list like four different times in like slightly different order. Until I was like, okay, this is is what I'm asking. This is what I need to know. Well, I'm psyched. Um... And I'm psyched, about, I'm, thrilled. I'm psyched about next podcast, too. I am psyched about so many I'm things. psyched that so I can see you, first podcast. of all. This is fun that I, I can know, see this you through this. So because just talking to you was just weird. Like, me just staring out the window. Like, now it's, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, not a great vibe. Yeah. If I do say so myself. Yeah, no. So, um, so next podcast. Yeah. What are we doing? Ooh. We're going to be... Tell the people. Oh, I'm so excited. So the book, we're, we're jumping. We're going into the future. Well, not the future, but... Uh, we're going into the semi-present. Yes. We're going into the year 2000-something, 2011. Um, we're going to be looking at Old World Witchcraft by Raven Grimassi. And uh, you know what? I'm not, I was going to say, I'll tell you why we jumped up, but I'm not going to say anything. We'll mention it on the podcast, why we decided to take yeah, this we'll leap. Yeah, we'll tell you next time. Why we decided to leap into the future. And it's not because we're sick of old text and we still have to go back and look at old text and we're still going to be looking at um, Hellenic text myths. But um, there's something about this book that really called out to me and you got excited when I told you about it. And yeah. You did send me an email that was like, this is our next book. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I just got super psyched and it's kind of the same feeling I had with the Ed Finch where I was like Mm -hmm. looking through my books and I went, oh my God, wait a minute. We have to do this. And, yeah. But Ed Finch. Like, we just, we just have yeah, to. Yeah, but he kind of fit. Because I think we were already up to that. I don't remember what year we kind of left off in. And, you know. I think at this point, we're we're in a liminal space. This is like, which space podcast liminal space <laughs> is where we're at. Um, the only other thing that I want to mention before I guess we sign mm-hmm. off is at the end of this podcast. So at the end of our outro music. We're going to be including a meditation for you guys. It's kind of like a Earth Day, early Beltane, um, grounding and centering meditation that if you're new, if you're not new, if you just want to get back into the practice, is something that you can use to get into a more comfortable grounding and centering practice. Or even if you're just tired of the fact that I talk so much during this um, this podcast and you want to hear Gemini, which I always enjoy, enjoy doing, um, yeah. You can listen to her at the end, do the meditation. So that's really cool. Yeah. All right, then. That was, this is so much fun. I'm so happy we did this. I know, me too. Thank you for technology for allowing us to see each other because it just was not working. Yes. With, I don't even want to say what we're using. I feel like people will, then everybody will be on it and it'll just get all messed up. No. That's true. Yeah. We're yeah. just going to keep that a seat. Well, you guys can FaceTime. Like all you iPhone users can. Merry Christmas. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. I was FaceTiming yesterday with Aquarius and it was not working well it was not working and then she had to go off wi-fi mm-hmm. and then it worked do you know what's so I have to use snapchat video call to talk to Aquarius 
she like calls me on Snapchat and it's a, it's so ridiculous. I make everyone's lives like deeply inconvenient oh, by right. refusing to have an yeah. iPhone. No, but what I was trying to say was that FaceTime is not always the best thing. Like I don't particularly yeah. like it. And um so we haven't actually confirmed, but you we were doing Zoom get togethers. Um me and some of my friends and then we had a switch and we switched to this too because it's like it was just mm-hmm. all choppy and it's annoying and I don't know why this works yeah. I don't understand why this works this app but it works so I'm happy with it I mean you're crystal clear yeah yeah <laughs> if only am I am I crystal clear though because that means you're getting a lot of chin and a lot of like not eyebrows oh my god <laughs> you have eyebrows though what are you talking about I see eyebrows I know well I'm like, hold on, let me zoom in on my face. I normally shave like half my eyebrows off. Right. And I haven't done that since we've been in here. So I have actual eyebrows for the first time. You do. In like years. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I'll tell you something. So I was actually like looking at the shape of my eyebrows. I'm like, do I need more eyebrows? So I'm kind of like not plucking as much to see if I can just mm-hmm. reshape them. It's given me a lot of choices with my hair and my eyebrows and stuff this is my favorite part is like being able to just completely it's like um for those of you who watch anime we're we're like time skipping like whenever it is that we go back to work I'm gonna have an entirely different aesthetic and I won't have to go through any of the weird like in between phases it's just gonna be boom new aesthetic yes it's true I mean I'm growing out my hair I am just growing out the color I'm just like committing to like not dyeing my hair it's kind of interesting yeah. Uh, also, now that we've been discussing this, I feel like I owe everybody like an Instagram story of my eyebrows. Yeah, you do. So I do. So if you care about Gemini's eyebrows, uh, follow us on Instagram, which face co. Wait, do you have a picture of yourself with the angry anime eyebrows? Oh my God. Yes, okay, I do. You need I to post those. And then I will. I remember the first time I saw those in person and I was like, are you okay? And you were like, no, I did this on purpose. <laughs> and I'm like, as long as you did it on purpose... Yeah, like, they definitely look absolutely bonkers, but they're just such a vibe. They're just, like, so... Basically, I just draw, like, eyebrows straight up my head. Like, it's very angular, and I love it. It just gives you this aesthetic of, like, I am not to be fucked with because I might be crazy. What I like about it is, because you wore them to work, and all I could think about Hell was, yeah. it's inappropriate for anybody like administration, nobody can say to you, get rid of your eyebrows because yeah. they're your eyebrows. Like they're not inappropriate. You're not like writing weird things on your forehead. Like they're just yeah. angry eyebrows and no one can say anything to you because that would be bad. So it's a power play. I just think it's the funniest thing. So when I saw, but I was just concerned. I'm like, does she know her eyebrows look like that? Like if I'm a good friend, I tell oh, yeah, her I and you were like, no, it's on purpose. I'm like, then rock them. And that's, that's awesome. Yes. I was very prepared. <laughs> All right. Well, Thank you to Sean McShane for our amazing intro and outro. Yes, absolutely. And thank you to everybody who's listening. Please, you know, keep uh, messaging us. Actually, we get messages. All the time. It's pretty dope. I specifically did not open a message yesterday because I knew that you were going to want to see it first. (gasps) Okay. It was the most amazing thing. And I'm trying to open it. And I don't know if I can. Yeah, I, I remember getting the notification. I think I think we got the message like towards the morning the morning times, um, and I saw it and I was like, nope. If I open this, Scorpio might not know that we got it, and I need her to be the one that opens. Okay, this. I'm gonna massacre this name, and I'm apologizing right now. Oh God, Atel Atelje Paradise. There's a T at the end. Do you want to spell it for A T E. L-J-E, Paradise, T. So you know how I've been posting and I stopped posting my morning walks? Mm -hmm. This person is posting their walks in Sweden. And it's all like countryside. It is the most beautiful. I mean, how could you not ground and center there? Because it's just amazing. And absolutely stunning. oh my god and it just it makes my day every time that um they send a message i i just you were right to like not open it because i had to open it i was just so in love yeah i want to like print those photographs out i mean they're just 
gorgeous. And the person is just so sweet. And there's a picture with the cat. You have to look. Oh, it's the cutest little cat. So thank oh, you yeah. so much for sending those messages because I'm in love. Love, love, love. Yeah. Want to go to Sweden now? <laughs> we'll put it on our list of places we have yeah. to go. <laughs> Sounds good. And I mean, everybody, please feel free to reach out to us. We're home. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So, you know, we're around to answer. Um, thank you again for just listening and participating. We love you guys. And remember, if you're following the moons, you're following us. deep breath and find a comfortable place to meditate. Take a moment to find a comfortable seat. Close your eyes and imagine your back is supported by a sturdy tree. What kind of tree are you leaning against? Are you supported by a tall, ancient sequoia? or a slim and elegant birch? Are you shaded by the swaying branches of a weeping willow? Feel where you sit upon the ground. Imagine running your hands through the soft grass as you breathe in the fresh air. Take a deep and cleansing breath. Inhale slowly through your nose. Exhale through your mouth with a soft sigh. Take a few more deep breaths in this manner. Inhaling slowly and exhaling softly. Inhale in through your nose And exhale out through your mouth with a soft sigh. Take three more deep breaths just like this. Now reach out with your awareness to the tree supporting your back. Feel the energy flowing upwards from its spanning roots up the strong trunk to the expansive branches. Feel the sunlight gently hitting the leaves and providing the energy the tree needs to survive. Don't forget, breathe in deeply through your nose and softly exhale from your mouth. As you sense the energy of the tree, reach out and also sense your own energy. How does it mimic the energy that the tree gives off? The places where your body connects to the ground are the places where you can feel roots growing into the soil. Breathe deeply 
as you imagine your roots spreading downwards to mingle with the roots of your tree. Feel as they grow deeper and deeper into the earth, strengthening you and connecting you to her vital energy. Imagine your spine with the energy of the trunk of your tree, strong, protective, powerful. Take a deep breath in and imagine drinking up the energy of the earth, up through your roots, up into your spine. Take a few deep breaths just like this, breathing in the energy of the earth. Take one more deep breath, and as you do, draw the energy up through your roots, up through your spine, and into your arms. If you'd like, raise them over your head as if they were your own branches. Raise them up towards the sunlight which gives all things energy. Imagine the energy of the earth rising up from your roots to your trunk, to your branches, and mixing with the energy of the sun. Feel this energy like a powerful line running from the top of your head down into the earth, from the tips of your fingers to your deepest root. Take a deep breath. You are your own tree. Whether you are a sequoia, a birch, or a weeping willow, you have the energy and the strength to hold yourself up. If you'd like, you can put your arms down. Hold them in your lap. Allow yourself to gather this strong energy. If you'd like, you can imagine a glowing ball of sunlight growing between your hands. Now that you're grounded, center that energy. Focus it. Breathe deeply and slowly as you watch your ball of light grow from a tiny spark into a bright sun. Imagine that sun envelops you. You are surrounded 
and protected by radiant light. The light can become any shape, any object, any substance as it becomes your shield. The light is a protective aura that surrounds you. Take three deep cleansing breaths in the center of this radiant shield. Once you've taken those three deep breaths, draw your attention back to your body. Feel the touch of your body to the ground, the feeling of your hands in your lap or in the air. Listen to the sounds of the room around you, to the sound of your own heartbeat. Slowly, flutter open your eyes. Take one more deep breath. And know that as you go about your day, you are protected by the shield of radiant light that you created.